And my version of badass Asian dudes is just like picturing somebody who's like super independent, able to do what he wants on his own terms. Are you willing to, you know, like live by your own set of rules? Are you willing to, you know, like break out of societal customs? And I was doing so many things to impress so many other people and all the way to the point where, you know, I started my own company. I started three companies. I believe that we're all massively creative people. You may not be creative in the way that I'm creative, or like you're not gonna articulate and communicate in the way that I will, and I don't expect you to. When I was growing up, I was the definition of the nerdy, shy, introverted Asian kid with two tiger parents who didn't even give me a choice. I just had to be a doctor. My parents came to America with no money, so I didn't get, uh, you know, this idea of emotional intelligence, and they don't know what that is. Like, it was um, <laughs> survival mode. When you see someone else that looks like you, or represents you being emotionally intelligent or training their mental fitness. When you see that, all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, maybe I can do that too. What's up, badass Asian dudes? This is Victor Ong again. I am excited for another episode of the Badass Asian Dudes podcast. Today we have on as a guest, B. Kim. He is a singer, songwriter, music producer, and dancer who grew up in the Northern Virginia area. Growing up in music has always been a part of his life, and it all started with old-school R&B music introduced by older friends, as well as K-pop. Both of these factors are key initial influences on why B. Kim is who he is now. It wasn't until the first day of his first 9-to-5 job that he realized music was more than the silly song covers and troll dance videos he posted. While taking it more seriously, that's when he learned how to produce, mix, and create full songs. He has also performed live in Virginia, Washington, D.C., New York City, and more, both musically and with his dance team. He is now living in New York City and finding more inspiration and making more moves to eventually make music his ultimate career. We talked a lot about his upbringing and getting into a creative industry as a singer-songwriter and dancer as an Asian-American man. and. He definitely dropped some really good nuggets of wisdom here. So I'm excited to get into this episode with B. Kim. Before we do so, though, a quick update on the Badass Asian Dudes and what we're up to. We have been hosting monthly men's group for the self-identifying Asian men here. This is a donation-based online uh, virtual group where we get together to talk about things that we rarely get to talk about. Um, I am a certified life coach and have learned a lot of uh, the practices and, and ways to create, just facilitate deep conversations, especially in a group setting. And uh, it was such a beautiful, fulfilling space last year to to hold uh especially during the pandemic so i'm excited to get these back up and running we're going to be hosting them on discord instead of zoom this time so check out the links in the description or in the show notes to join the discord server or just go to bit.ly slash monthly fam that's bit.ly slash monthly fam f-a-m they're happening every first Thursday of the month. So this next one will be coming up on April 7th. With that, I'll let you get into this episode with B. Kim. Stick around to the end of the episode where I'll share more about what we're up to with this brotherhood. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Badass Asian Dudes. I'm Michael Wu, uh, one of the moderators and hosts of this uh, podcast, along here with my co-host, Victor Ung, and also fellow moderator. Um, today, we're excited to have on B. Kim, um, or Brian, um, who is an Asian-American singer-songwriter um, based in Northern Virginia. Uh, Brian, do you want to introduce yourself a bit? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so my artist name, I go by B. Kim, but of course it stands for Brian Kim. Um, pretty creative, I guess. But uh, yeah, from Northern Virginia, grew up, born and raised in Northern Virginia. Um, lived in a typical Asian household, you know, um, and grew up with typical Asian parents too. Uh, graduated, in, uh, graduated in James Madison University, which is also in Virginia around four or five years ago. And um, this is just a quick overview. And then since then I've uh, pursued music. Uh, actually, it was actually like after college where I decided to, uh, not, not full-time, but is I'm hoping later. Um, but that's just a quick overview. Uh, I can go more in details after. I don't know, I don't know if, you had, if you guys had something else to say in the beginning. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, well, we'll see how this conversation goes. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I get, you, uh, what did you say you majored in? Um, in, in college, I was a computer information systems major. So like business IT, um, you know, that's where all the money was at or to get jobs, you know? Um, and yeah, eventually I got a job with that major after college and literally after like the first couple of days of my nine to five job, that's when I was like, you know, I can't do this. I got to. That's where music, music came in. I, I've always done music my, basically most majority of my life. It was just fun. Um, I dance. So it was always, always a part of me. So it, it was at that point where I'm just like, you know what, let's try this music thing out. So outside of my nine to five, I would make music um, and all that. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. So given that you are on the Badass Asian Dudes podcast, there's one, one question we like to ask all our guests. When we say the word badass, what does, what does that evoke for you? What does that, what does that mean for you? <laughs> <laughs> Initially, I would think just like a tough guy, you know? Um, but I guess in a more deeper sense, when it's a badass Asian dude, uh, I would say a guy who's confident in um, what he's doing and, he, and he's... Uh, He's pursuing after his passion, you know. Um, there's people like, like for an example, like working a nine to five. No, someone might hate it, um, but they can do that their whole life, but still hate their lives and not be happy. But someone who's actually pursuing what they want to do, it could be a nine to five too. They can like it, but as long as they're pursuing what they're doing, confident in what they're doing, and growing from that, I think that makes an Asian guy at least pretty badass. Yeah, and it's clear that you're definitely pursuing your passion now. So. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah what i heard was just someone who who is like confident in just being able to know what they want and be able to pursue that to to you know push through the the uh, all the forms of resistance whether that be like external or internal mm-hmm. you know and and really just like live that out um was that was that something like as it's it's cool to have you on this podcast by the way and and be able to you know talk to other artists here is something 
that um that again you know as a generalization we don't have enough of in in the asian community so um it's always cool to to talk through that um i'm curious like you know as as you mentioned what what that definition is for you how how did that kind of show up for you in in your life like how did you you know navigate that and and becoming your own version of of being a badass you know um i would say confidence was it's still still working on it but it was a huge uh characteristic of myself that i lacked ever since i was like ever since i was little i was always a shy guy um very quiet and that's where like later music would come in that's where i would uh express myself more but um because i was you know, I grown up with very just lack of confidence and um, very minimal social skills. Like doing this right now, I would have never thought I would have done, or talking to you guys, I would have never thought I would have done this when I was like, what, 10 years ago, even just 10 years ago. But um, yeah, so <clears throat> I would say confidence, a lot of it came initially from dance because I started out dancing, hip hop break dancing, popping, K-pop, <laughs> all that. Um, that's like what maybe going into middle school. And that's where I found out like uh, with myself that I love to just do that. Cause I can't, I, I was very bad at talking, very bad at just talking to people. And um, so I'm like, that's one way to express myself, to make myself look cool. You know, this will attract people later on. Um, dance, dance has been part of me my whole life since middle school to college and even now. Um, but as time went on, I've learned to like, I've learned to listen to more music while dancing. And I would say um, what got me into music was listening to R&B. That was uh, more specifically boys to men. If you guys know them, they're oh, yeah. The, yeah, they're the ones that literally just got me into music. I'm like, wow, I want to sing like that. I want to, I love this vibe. I love this. Like just, soothing feeling and um being able to just sing really well so that's where it kind of popped off around middle to high school i'll do like random covers just fun covers with my friends i'm still dancing i'm like i'm performing with my during like shows in school so that's where my my confidence will um grow from there and then that's where the music comes in performing um but yeah that's just like long story short within my high school career and then even college i would join a dance team. I would have never thought of joined, I would join a dance team. So I joined a dance team in my college um, years and I'm still, so that's where like dance was a lot of for me. Like music was there. It wasn't, it wasn't much. I still perform here and there just for fun. Um, and dance was definitely a, I would say dance is something that really helped me to be more confident, express myself and um, being able to perform and entertain people is just something that like I enjoy. So that helped me to become that badass guy, I guess. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, I think it's a conti- continuous developmental process. Of course. That yeah, of course. You, you are just continuously developing yourself yeah. a more confident, mm-hmm. capable person. Yeah. And we, we had a, um, Alan Z, a rap artist uh, on like, on one of our mm-hmm. earlier episodes. So it's like great to yeah, get get a lot of like more diversity and people who are doing yeah, different different things on this show. Um you said you grew up in like a typical Asian household. <laughs> uh, yeah. like how did that 
did did your family influence like were they like pretty supportive of your like like your journey into like your hobbies and your like dancing not 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 at all (laughs) not at all I, I so before I got my nine to five I I would I would get into a lot of arguments with my parents talking about like what I'm doing they would ask me like why are you doing this why you should be studying you should be looking for jobs you should be doing this and that to find your career uh, but I'm like I want to dance I want to I want to perform here here and there um, what if like I gave them scenarios like what if I did pursue this like all the way and they'd be like why would you think things like that and all that so they were technically in a way they weren't really directly supportive but they were supportive in a way that it was just my hobby like yeah try it out do it but they were never supportive like all right um, I'll let you fully go through this route. Um, they're they're never, never like that. So in a way, not really. Um, now they're a little bit all right about it because I'm making money um, with my nine to five. So yeah, short answer, not really. It was just like, hey, find that job, be successful in that in that road, you know. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a situation a lot of uh, Asian people, like growing up in Asian households, can relate to. Mm-hmm. You you said that you 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 are uh, in your nine to five then still or you're. Yeah, I'm still I'm still in my nine to five right now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not making enough money in music to support right. myself yet. <laughs> Eventually, so it sounds like totally, and 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 that's something. Yeah, it it's honestly there's. I mean, there's many ways to approach it, right? You could either jump off the cliff and and really like try to figure out how to swim, or you could, you know, st- like take it slow and and make sure mm-hmm. you can can build yourself up from a stable place and not have to flounder. So, um, it sounds like uh, it, being able to have that as a way for your family to to feel confident in in what you're doing and and just let you. Do your own thing but mm-hmm. is that is that a a long-term goal though for you to to be able to to leave that and, and start doing music full-time so yeah that is definitely a goal um so another thing that i'm about to do actually is move to new york next month um so i realized like while i'm here where i've grown up in virginia I'm very comfortable, you know, with the nine to five job. So I could literally just live here and be comfortable the rest of my life. But that's when I realized like, that's not going to help me to grow in what I want to do with music. So Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to move to New York and I'm expecting to be uncomfortable there. It's going to be a lot less nicer when, when it comes to living or housing wise. So, and, um, I mean, I won't have as many friends there either. So I probably will be friendless for a bit. So it'll kind of motivate me to, well, I'm hoping it'll motivate me to just work harder too. So I'm hoping that will lead me to a way to get out of my nine to five eventually. But yeah, that is a goal. Yeah. I feel like in New York, you're probably going to form a lot of uh, use, really useful connections. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm not sure where the music industry is based perhaps, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's enough important, like useful connections in New York. And there's always the, there's always the badass Asian dudes group in New York that you could, you can connect with. So really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was out, I was out there, uh, last, last month. Um, yeah, we yeah. had like a get, we had a get together in K-Town. Okay. Uh, there was a bunch of guys. It was good. Yeah, it was great. So 
this is why we're this is why we're doing this thing and building this community yeah yeah wait how, how many how many of you guys are here or are part of the whole badass asian dudes crew yeah we've bought like 1400 members now and uh oh, our yeah. new york meetup i think the new york meetup is regularly between like like five to ten people each time so yeah that's a lot of people <laughs> yeah, yeah it's uh definitely been growing over this uh mm-hmm. last um last couple of years mm-hmm. nice nice it's good to hear with uh with your family and and like going into your creative career here um what how how do you navigate that sort of resistance yourself like do you feel not having your the support from your family affects you or impacts you in any way um it does not not negative negatively um honestly i for me even not just music i like i try to prove people wrong so in a in a way i guess it's kind of I don't know, it sounds kind of bad to try and prove your parents wrong, and especially yeah, in the household. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't explicitly say that. Yeah. You know, but I, yeah. it's like a mindset of mine. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to prove you guys wrong and see if I can mm-hmm. do, do this. Of course, I'm not gonna explicitly say it because if it doesn't happen, then you know that's that's an embarrassment. But um, that it's a motivation for me to try and like show them like what I can do. You know. Yeah. No, and that's cool to have that frame of mind, right? Because I, I can, you know, again, when we mentioned that a lot of people could resonate with having a typical Asian family and, and you know, being very restrictive in our, in mm-hmm. how we want to live our life, that, that it can be um, very limiting, you know, to, to, to not pursue something like that. Mm-hmm. uh because of those expectations or because of like i know for me growing up i i had a lot of passion for writing and storytelling um and even some in filmmaking but there was there was there was a combination of that inner voice within me of course that says like oh i'm probably not the great you know good enough i'm not i'm not yeah. jk rolling or something you know um and, and at the same time externally from you know parents are like what are you going to do with a writing degree or what are you going to do like you know how are you going to make money that way so um i think it's also very common in just immigrant culture in general where you know they come to america they want to they want to make sure we're safe and and taken care of and stable Um, so that's something i kind of learned along the way um that they're just best looking out for us but but anyway i say all that because i think there are people you know, having that sort of restriction and be like, okay, so this is why I, you know, I, I should just give up on that. So like, it sounds like you have that frame of mind to then to not take it that way and say, mm-hmm. no, I, I could still do this, you know, and I, and I, I do trust myself. I have confidence in myself. And even if I don't have the answers, I can figure it out along the way, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, was that something you always had or how did you kind of like develop that or, you know, um, yeah. Uh, so you're asking like, is it still relating to my parents or just my confidence in trying to break that? Wall, a little bit I of guess. both. Yeah. A little bit of both. Okay. Just like, you know, of, of course, like having, obviously there's not many Asians in the industry, you know, and, and, yeah. and there's not even, there's just like, it, it is such a high bar 
yeah. to to reach to have a successful especially music career mm-hmm. you know so how do you how do you navigate really like you know pursuing your passion and and having confidence in that um yeah you know it's, it's it is tough especially in the music industry even nowadays um because everyone has access to everything so everyone thinks they're an artist everyone thinks they can make music it's just pretty simple um because everything is in technology and it's on your computer so there's more more uh, artists or artists nowadays than before um but for me i you know like i do i personally in a more confident way i do see a lot of i know i know myself enough to know that i can do this um it's just a very it's a very slow pace at the moment um because mm-hmm. i i didn't realize till after college too like during college and even before I, i've just literally lived as a regular asian guy just trying to get through school and find find a job and all that but after that um even even after college as time went on my mindset was like you know i want to not even just prove my parents wrong but i want to prove like people around me wrong i want to that sounds bad to say, but I just wanted, I just want to be able to break the social norm or the general norm of Asian, Asian, just Asians, I guess. Um, And especially nowadays, since the Asian, uh, just Asian people are being more publicized in even like negative ways, but also even positive ways, there's more opportunities, which is great. And I love it. And I'm, I want to like continue to just try to, uh, reach for that opportunity as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, throughout the years, my mindset has changed, but my mindset's like, you know, I want to continue to see how far I can go with it. Even though I kind of, in a way, started late, um, I still see myself like pretty, I mean, it's not like I'm trying to be famous, but I want to just be able to, um, do that as my full career and passion now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is your what is your drive in music and dance? I'm just curious what your what's your spark? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when I first like got into music, it just made me feel like good and in a way some songs can be relatable, but because I'm also a dancer, it just made me want to like just vibe out and just like um I that that is one thing. Uh I I'm a pretty like just straightforward guy as in if it's if it sounds good and you vibe to it that's what it is. You got to have fun. You know, you got to like, when it comes to dancing and music, I think the, the big important thing is you got to enjoy it and have fun with it. Um, and that's what like music does for people. And I like, and I, I really like that concept of it because it did that for me. And just hearing something like chords and melodies and like the beat, something about that, just like, like hits hits me you know i'm just like wow man that sound the way he's saying that the way the flow of everything it's like i want to i want to recreate but also make it my way to you know so um in a way like i want to make music and and have people you know enjoy themselves have fun with it um then that's what that's why i want to make music i mean of course like also inspire them um but that's like my big thing. Like I want people to just enjoy themselves. You know, there's a, there's mm-hmm. too much negative energy everywhere. So I just want people to enjoy themselves. So that's like a main uh, reason for me to, to like to do music too. 
Awesome. That's how, yeah. yeah, that's how I felt. How do you get the inspiration for your songs? You said, I mean, you, you said just a little earlier that, you know, you hear, hear a beat and be like, yo, I want to take that riff on oh, yeah, it yeah. my own. Or is it like you're getting inspiration from your daily life or things Inspir- you see? Or- inspiration, literally, yeah, it can, it can come at anywhere. Um, since, like I said, I was first in, like first inspired through R&B. So that is like my main, as in like I, I, a lot, most of my songs are just like an R&B feel, um, fast paced, slow paced, any, any of those directions. Um, but it could come from my experience in life, uh, relationships, people I meet. Sometimes I hear uh, stories from other people or like my friends, I would, listen to what they're going through. And I would kind of like use that as like a, uh, an idea for me to, Oh, maybe I could write about this. Maybe I could write about how, you know, he, he got hurt in his relationship, you know, um, and stuff like that. Uh, not, not as much, but sometimes I would talk about like more life things more. I have written about like just Asian culture, um, or even like people, just life things where you're just um, like wishing to go back to how things were, like things like that. But most of most of my songs are like love songs. <laughs> um, so, so like inspiration, a lot of inspiration comes from other music, but also a lot of half of it would be from like personal living experience. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious with the like you know it, 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 there's there's always something as that we that we talk about too on the show is is just creativity in general right how do you how how do you come up with these the, the creative ideas how do you um how do you find these forms of expression you know mm-hmm. and especially in an authentic <clears throat> way um do you feel that that was something also that came natural to you like i i know like maybe there's a lot of listeners here that especially Asians that might not consider themselves very creative or, or, mm. you know, be able to, you know, uh, come up with these ideas or be witty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Whether or not you think creativity is an actual like art mm-hmm. or creativity in your business and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and other parts of your life. Right. So like, how do you, how do you like develop that creative muscle? Um, or was that something that you feel like was natural to you? Um, yeah. How, what was that like for you? So I, I'd say like at some point creativity can also come naturally, but for me, um, I did a lot of covers. I, I did a lot of, I remade a lot of beats and of, of song of mainstream songs. And that, really helped me to understand how a song was structured and how certain um, elements of the music was placed. Um, So that I would say like, if someone wants to be more creative is to copy other people, um, but not steal, you know, don't steal their work, but copy and like use it as an inspiration and also as a way to figure out yourself. So for me, a lot, I did a lot, I've done a lot of covers where I just remade the whole song literally. And that helped me to not only practice how to make music, but also know like how, what sounds good in what way, whether it's singing or playing the instrument. Um, 
So that really helped a lot. So using a lot of other people's music. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool too, because, and, and I think is very applicable in, in all the other parts of life. Right. And, and like, in that we don't need to like have the, the genius idea, like from scratch or from a spark of, you know, from a stroke of genius or whatever, mm-hmm. though, though that may happen to, to a lot of us, but, but it sounds like it is a muscle that, that you just build and, and really like build upon from others as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I've always heard of creativity as a connection of ideas. Right. It's, oh yeah. It's just oh, for like, sure. Yeah. It's just like bringing multiple ideas into a unique, unique one. Um, Definitely. Yeah. So it, it sounds like, you know, for, for those who maybe don't consider themselves creative, it, it, it's like we are creative. It just means, you know, being able to practice that and, and, yeah. and like use other people's um, or, or be inspired by other people's work before like, you. Like you hear, you hear a lot of songs nowadays. Um, they're they're all inspired by old music you know um i mean so like that's that like especially music it passes on by generation by generation so you'll a lot of things will be recycled but also switched in a way to make it sound more modern too so it's always you're i think a good musician or even just a creative is to know who like the beginning first, I mean, somewhat beginning, but the previous, the previous creators, the previous people, being able to learn from them and will help you to figure out your own sound or creativeness. Yeah. So yeah, it's always going to be passed down and that's what yeah. you got to know. Yeah. Are there, are there people who, who you consider like mentor figures growing up or, or anyone else you looked up to? Are the are you like personal mentors yeah. or just uh, either personal mentors or like people are these people you like looked up to when growing up that that might not be personal or maybe like artists that you were inspired from or you know yeah I can let you know like celebrities artists but I I haven't my personal mentor was YouTube honestly like YouTube was, <laughs> yeah YouTube was a big thing for me it had everything but no one personally no one really around my area i found that would go through a similar path that i went that i'm going through so i didn't really have a mentor but youtube was a huge thing i i, I copied a lot of things from there but uh, um but celebrity like artist wise my biggest like one of my biggest inspirational singers artists would be like michael jackson boyz men kanye west bruno mars um chris brown those would probably be one of my tops and i would i would listen to them i would watch them i would watch their concerts online and like try to learn like how they perform how they interact and entertain so yeah i look up i, I would look up to them a lot in general well tons of people learn things off youtube oh yeah <laughs> youtube yeah. university <laughs> yeah and you you mentioned you wrote you wrote um you write a lot of like love songs Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty common <laughs> uh, yeah. of course, like worldwide it's pretty universal yeah. but yeah is our relationships like a like a had that has that been a big influence on your life or you know um i've actually never or i haven't been in in a lot of like actual relationships i've dated around and all that but i've only been in one actual relationship was like 
long time ago, early high school or something like that, I think. Maybe I might not even count it, but um but since then it's always just been like dating around, but never like official. But I would use that as inspiration to write certain type of love songs, even like heartbroken songs, things like that. Um but yeah, like personally I haven't been in a lot of this just regular relationships, like like official relationships, but using just what I've experienced through just being with girls or stating and even just being not even dating, but like maybe trying to pursue things like that would come mm-hmm. and form ideas for me. Yeah. Well, that, that pursuit and is like a, a huge roller coaster of emotions. So <laughs> for, for a lot of people, like including myself. So mm-hmm. we all can relate to that. <laughs> um, I was curious when you mentioned earlier about your mentors and stuff that like not having someone specific that, you know, you could really follow. And, and that, that's, that's very similar to me too. And I think especially with, uh, maybe it's a generational thing. I don't, not sure, but just because we have just access to so many people in general, right. Mm-hmm. And so much information, but, but I am curious though, what, you know, not having that, you know, someone to really relate to and have a path that you can like you know follow does that does that feel like it's a hard like like a sort of uphill battle for you like not really having someone that you know you could you know like follow per se yeah it it is harder i would say well i honestly i don't even know if it would technically be harder because i've never had a mentor but I, because I haven't had a mentor, I would try to um, be motivated through friends that want to also pursue music. Like I've, I've had a few friends that um, rapped and tried to like make music and all that at the same time when I started. Um, so I would try to grab energy from them. Um, but in a way, I think it also helped me to be a little bit more independent and try to figure things out because just me personally as, as a person I like to do things a lot by myself um before asking for help or before asking for guidance or anything uh, even like music I had I ended up learning how to produce uh this was because I I know how to play the guitar piano and drums not 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 like crazy good but like enough to make something so using that I would learn how to produce and then I would learn how to sing um oh there's no one else here that could help me to mix so I'm learning how to mix and master these songs by myself or even like learn how to make videos so a lot of things like I I try to I, I try to learn by myself too um, I do have people around me that know how to do that, but sometimes time is a big factor. So um, I think it's good to also know how to do a little bit of here and there. If you, for me, at least, um, if you want to go through this, but um, yeah, it helped me to learn all that. <laughs> um, and that in a positive way, but I guess it would technically be harder with doing, go, going through that route. You know? I mean, yeah, I think, you know, we, there's, there's many ways we can have mentors around in our life and that sometimes they don't have to be like direct mentors either. Right. Okay. You know, we can like mm-hmm. follow, you know, people from podcasts and, mm-hmm. you know, or, or YouTube or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of mentorship or indirect mentorship that does happen from that. 
Um, but it, yeah, I think, I think kind of the, the thought behind the question for me at least was, you know, like, again, that sort of Asian representation, right? Like, um, sometimes like not having that representation makes it seem like, oh, maybe this isn't for me, right? Like, I think this yeah. is pretty, pretty, you know, old thought now, because I know now, like, it was, as in 2021, things are starting to really be a lot better than, than it was mm. a decade ago, but, but mm. still a lot of work to do. But, um, but yeah, in terms of like, uh, because there's no people in music, you know, that look like me, you know, like, is this even for me? So it's mm. cool that I guess it sounds like, you know, you don't let that impact you as much. And, and it sounds like you have a lot of that, like, personal drive for it um and and seek out like other mentors too in a way that that can help inspire you so in a in a way i guess when it comes to like asian rep representation uh, now that i think about it um uh yeah it didn't affect me too much back then i was literally i was really pushing myself to you know i want to i want to get myself out there because there's no one really even like celebrity wise they're you know k-pop they're on k they're in korea but in america like there's really no one that really like actually made it made it there might be a few like a forest moving or like jen they they've had their fame for a very short time but um um in the beginning it was i really pushed myself to hope hope hoping myself to like go to break that break that wall but nowadays um I realize it's tough. <laughs> I realize it's hard as an Asian and there's, I mean, of course it's growing. Some people are breaking through, um, but it's definitely hard as an Asian, but it, it's definitely also still motivating for me to try at least, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, it's definitely inspiring to hear your story and, and to be able to, you know, pursue something like that, even, even when we have all the odds, stacked stacked against us so um yeah very very cool cool what's next for b kim <laughs> what's next yeah. you know um well uh, since my next move is to new york um i'm really hoping i could like find some connections there find opportunities to perform if like covid's not too bad or if it gets better, um, uh, I'm just, I think once I get there, I'm really going to, it's going to, it might be a different mindset than I was, than I'm, than I am here in Virginia. Um, just because I'm so comfortable here. I'm like expecting to be uncomfortable, uncomfortable, but also at the same time, I don't know what to expect. So I'm going to try to just continue to make music. You know, um, I don't have anything coming up yet, but I'm trying, I'm going to try to make as much music as I can, try to find opportunities to perform, find connections. Um, Cause yeah, like I, I'm like really pushing more now than before, just because it's kind of been a while too. It's been like mm -hmm. four, four years since I've actually tried and pursued. So yeah. Yeah. Hoping for the best. And we're excited to to be a part of your journey now, um, and, and kind you. of, you know, like uh, be a witness, but also support you through mm -hmm. through your growth. Um, mm -hmm. 
I'm curious for one one last thing for you to share with our audience for for maybe those who uh have felt like they you know haven't had the courage to pursue their creative passions or dreams or or whatnot or um or maybe want to break into the music industry themselves um or maybe have other like resistance and you know in their family or or even in their mindset what would you what would you say to, to someone who um feels kind of kind of stuck in in that it just proved them wrong. I'm just kidding. Um, but um, man, nowadays it's a little bit different too. So it's like you have so many opportunities. So I would say go for it, but at the same time, don't find an easy way out because uh, it's so easy to, well, in a way, it, people can get viral in a very simple a very simple video so like they might people might aim for those you know they might not want to put in the work to mm-hmm. actually be what they want to see want to be as um but when it comes to music i think really work on your craft and if you really want to go for it even with all the asian norms and your parents saying all this and that um you you have you have time like you have time just go just try it out just try it out um if it's for you you'll know if it's not for you then you'll know too so i would say just go for it even though use a negative energy and make it a positive energy so just go for it yeah. and then we'll see yeah. also put in the work you know put right. in the work don't, don't go for the cloud <laughs> awesome love that tip basically don't uh there is no shortcut <laughs> right and and it does take take the work there but then also to have the self-awareness of what is working and what isn't if this mm-hmm. is for you and and if you have a, a true motivation for for why you're pursuing that um not just for the clout so um love it uh michael do you have any other yeah questions yeah um things you want to ask yeah let's see yeah, what what kind of avenues are there nowadays for, you know, artists to promote their promote their craft? Mm. You know, obviously there's Spotify, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So what kind What's, of things are you trying out? To actually promote, I mean, people right now TikTok is blowing up. It's a lot of people use that as a way for to promote or even yeah to promote and even to just like gain followers because i don't i I still don't understand the algorithm for tiktok but people are there's so many just i guess quote-unquote famous or just people with a lot of followers on tiktok um so that's a big thing people use instagram instagram's been like here and there um but yeah of course like when it comes to streaming there's spotify apple music like uh those top probably the top two but promotion-wise, a lot of it would be from TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, maybe YouTube. Um, podcasts. <laughs> podcasts, podcasts, podcasts too. Oh, yeah, yeah, podcasts too. Um, there's, yeah, like blogs. Um, that's something i come to know recently. Uh, and, yeah, blogs, articles, things like that. That's what I can think of on the top of my head for now. Yeah. Are there times where you thought you'd like you'd give up music or you felt like it was hard? And how did you get how did you get through that and like determined to 
keep going. Man, I don't think I really had a moment where I wanted to truly give up, but I did have a very unmotivating phase where I'm like, like I put out music, but no one's listening. Um, no one's giving me feedback. Uh, it seems like they don't care. I would think about that. I would like, it seems like people don't care, or maybe my music's just not good enough. Um, uh, but I, that, that was like, I'm trying to think how I overcame. I guess I didn't really like truly overcame it. I just like, it just slowly gradually came to like, you know what, let's try it again. Let's try it again. And let's try it again. Um, and I realized slowly, the more, as, I, as, long, as long as I keep putting out content, slowly people around me would know, oh, this guy is serious. I felt like this in the beginning where I did put out, like, I just put out a whole project and there wasn't much like response to it. No, not much engagement. So I'm like, wow, like, should I, is this, is this even good? But then I, now I'm slowly realizing like, the more I put out stuff, more quality, as, like, at least it's good. Um, people will, people are realizing, oh, like you're actually doing this, like you're continuing to go after this. And they're like, oh man, good job. They would give me some feedback. It would slowly build up. And I'm like, all right, maybe I can keep going, you know? Uh, even though I don't have that many fans, my fans are, I guess my friends and people around me around this area, but it's still, it's still like a little bit, it still gives me a good feeling to know that, oh, they're actually understanding um, my passion for this in a way. Like, they're understanding or they're seeing this a little bit more clearly. So yeah. Yeah. I've never like given up though, honestly. Awesome. Yes. So for, for our listeners out there, how, how can they find you? Um, so I got Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. They're all BB Brian Kim. So three B's, three B's. Yeah. in the, in the name BB Brian Kim. Um, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere music streaming, you can find me on B Kim, and that's B period K I M. Yeah. Awesome. We'll put those in the show notes, and um, thank you again for for coming on and for sharing your story. It's always amazing to to connect with other badass Asian dudes who aren't just doing, you know, the, the typical career and, uh, you know, um, so it's cool to, to hear a different mindset and, and how you've, uh, navigated the obstacles there. Um, uh, and, and thank you again for being an inspiration for us. Yeah. I appreciate you guys for having me. It's very nice to meet you guys for the first time. And I, I honestly like it. I love what you guys are doing too. Just this whole concept of a badass Asian guy, Asian dude, you know, it's cool. Keep it up, keep it up. <laughs> yeah, that was another episode of Badass Asian Dudes with B. Kim. Take a listen to his, uh, his tracks on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you listen to music. Um, see you guys around. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode with B. Kim. I hope you enjoyed it, got a lot of value out of it. If you did, please consider sharing this episode with a brother you think would enjoy it as well. And don't forget to subscribe and follow and uh, review us on whatever podcast streaming platform you're listening to right now. 
So with the Badass Asian Jews community, we're also looking to set up more in-person meetups around the country. So right now we have a lot of people in the Bay Area, in SoCal, uh, in New York, in Texas. So if you're interested in joining one of the local meetups, or if you're interested to host one of the meetups as well, we're looking for leaders around the country to host local meetups in different cities as well. So if you're interested to host one and partner with us to get this going, definitely hit us up on the Badass Asian Dudes Facebook group, or you can message me personally on Facebook at Victor Ung uh, or other of the mods as well. You can also find us on Badass Asian Dudes Official on Instagram and also email us at badassasiandudes at gmail.com. With that, thank you again so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate you as a loyal listener and as a fellow Badass Asian Dude. I'll catch you next time.